new CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions. You never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. national champs in the semifinals in the Phoenix area on December 28th. Uh, Bank, what was your reaction when you saw Ohio State was number two? Well, I thought they would be number one. Um, I didn't think they did anything to lose that. Um, I think the fact that they were down two touchdowns freaked the committee out. I think if that would have been a close game all the way, maybe Ohio State up by seven and then pull away, win, get up by 20, give up a late touchdown, win by 13, I think that would have been fine. I think they freaked out when Ohio State was down two touchdowns and people thought, well, they're going to lose. And and I think that determined things, which I I don't think is really fair. I think you need to look at, you know, the full game. But there's three teams playing football right now to me, and it's Clemson, Ohio State, and LSU. You can see them any way you want to. I mean, it does mean something because whoever gets the one gets to play the lamb. You know, and every year there's a lamb or two in there. And so it, it means something, but you can't control it. you got to win two games, so you line up and play. I, I thought they would have been number one, but I also thought they would have been in the playoffs the past couple of years. So I'm not the guy to ask when it comes to this stuff, obviously. Yeah, I thought it was almost a coin flip um, because I thought after LSU just crushed Georgia the way they did, I'm thinking, because we're watching that, like, in the hotel and – um, before we go over to cover the game, and it's like, uh, oh, you know, oh crap! Now Ohio State, I think, needs to win by 17 or more to lock it up, to lock up the number one seed. And then when they won by 13, I'm thinking, well, I don't know, maybe I talked myself into it. But I was, I was like you, I was like, you know what? I, I still think they're going to get it, but, bar- but barely, because the committee thinks a lot of Wisconsin. You know, they're the number eight seed and everything, and uh, it was one bad half of football. I agree with you. If it was just kind of like. The score ended up being what it was, but you know, at halftime, Ohio State was leading by a touchdown. I, I you know, I agree with you. I, but then again, I mean, LSU did beat the crap out of Georgia. I think Georgia's overrated, but yeah, man, I'm with you. I think the committee overreacted to one bad half of football from Ohio State. Well, like I say, you, you got to win two games regardless, um, and I do think there's an advantage to being one, but you know, you, you can't change it. I mean, for Ohio State and Ryan Day to go 13 and 0. And to make the playoffs is such an amazing accomplishment that I think people can get caught up in anger over the seeding and kind of miss out on what a great accomplishment this one was. It's, it's hard to go undefeated. It really is. Um, now, the past couple of years, you know, we keep seeing three teams do it, and that is so unusual that 
I mean, I think we're going to get back to the day where all four teams in the playoffs have one loss. I mean, this is highly unusual. And I, I, I think Ryan Day kind of gets glossed over because people are ticked off about the seeding. And, and I don't think that's fair to him. Let's talk about this matchup. Um, you know, I'm sure Clemson's going to be very overconfident. Um, I don't know why they wouldn't be. I mean, this is a completely different Ohio State team. And these players, most of these players weren't on this team. I mean, there's still a few holdovers but um, from that 2016 game. But I, I bet you Clemson does not have that much respect for Ohio State, no matter what they say. Um, and I, I think that's one advantage Ohio State has coming into this game. It's going to be interesting uh, if they can exercise some demons. This stuff really doesn't won't apply to these guys, but just for the fan base and you know for for us talking on podcasts and stuff. I mean, you know, every last day fan knows this, but just just to throw it back out there, uh, let's remind everybody uh, because of Clemson, Woody Hayes never coached football again. Well, because of Woody Hayes, Woody Hayes never coached football again. But because of that Clemson game, he never coached a, another game of football. Braxton Miller never played fo- never played quarterback another game in his life. Um, after that uh, Clemson game when Vic Beasley drove him into the turf and they won that Orange Bowl. Uh, Clemson beat them 31-0 in the aforementioned uh, playoff three years ago. Uh, this is a completely different Ohio State team. With uh, They're great on both sides of the ball. And, um, you know, and, and Clemson is stacked. They're the defending national champs, but they haven't been tested yet this year. I'm just curious to get your uh, insights on this matchup with the Tigers. Yeah, I think it's, it's a dead-even game, I think. I mean, I think they're both great teams. Um, Clemson has that championship pedigree. They've been there before. They've done this. Um, I don't think there's a player on the Ohio State team that's ever scored a point in the playoffs. So um, I think, you know, it's a great matchup. And it would have been a great matchup if it was LSU-Clemson or LSU-Ohio State. So it's going to be the feature game of the day for sure. Could Oklahoma spring an upset? Yeah, they definitely could. Do I expect it? Nope. I think they're going to get murdered. And then I think the Ohio State-Clemson game is, a, is just a great football game between two great teams. For Ohio State, um, I, I, I don't think they're disappointed that they're not playing this Saturday. And I think the way Clemson's playing, they'd probably like to play today because they're at their peak right now. And you take two, three weeks off, it can change things. But for Ohio State, I think it's a beat-up football team. I think it's a tired football team. They're dinged. I think this time off is just perfect for them. And I think that could hurt Clemson. So in the end, the little break that they take just couldn't end up being to Ohio State's advantage. Jeff Halfley has interviewed with Boston College. There's some talk that, you know, maybe it was over the phone and there's others talk. It, it, no, it was in person. Maybe it was both. Um, a lot of times what happens with this stuff, in my experience, and you know a lot about this too, is, you know, what they'll do is fly in and, you know, meet you at the airport. You know, a team will fly in, and if they're trying to come in and interview someone from Columbus, they'll meet us at the Columbus airport, and it's it's easy for all parties that way. So who knows? But that's that's irrelevant. You're hearing a lot about this Jeff Halfley situation. Um, has he been offered the job? What's the latest you're hearing? Do you think he'll take the job? Just let the listeners know everything they need to know about the Jeff Halfley situation, Bank. Yeah, I think I had like three reports last week on what was going down there, and haven't had one in the past couple of days because, you know, I, I just – before I put something out, I really need to know exactly what I'm talking about. And right now I'm getting a little conflicting information where last week I had it dead nails. I felt that the interview was coming and everything that was going on. So I do believe he's been offered the job. I don't know that for a fact. Um, I think he's going to take this job, but I don't know that for a fact either. I would expect 
he will meet with BC, I would guess today. But again, I'm just trying to connect the dots now where the reports I put out last week, I felt good putting my name behind them, saying for sure what was going on. Um, this thing's going to go going to go quick. You saw the coaching searches, you know, in the past couple of days have gone really quick. And I don't think Lane Kiffin or Mike Norvell did their interviews yesterday. You know, this, this stuff goes on, okay, behind the scenes. And um, so I, if I had to guess, I would say Jeff Hathley will be the BC coach within 24, 48 hours. But that is strictly a guess on my part. I'm trying to dig into this and get a little bit more solid ground. Um, I don't have it right now, but my guess is I think he, he wants it, and I think they want him. And I don't see BC interviewing six guys today and bringing three of them back for a second interview later in the week and maybe a week from today hiring their coach. I don't expect that. I think this thing's going to go down in 24 or 48 hours. And, you know, signing day is close. You know, it's coming. So I think it's going to go fast. If you put a gun to my head, I think Jeff Hafley is going to be the next coach at BC. And, you know, this is the, the cost of doing business at a school like Ohio State where you try to hire the best, recruit the best. Kids are going to leave early to go to the NFL. Coaches are going to leave early because they're going to get other opportunities. And like I say, when, when your kids aren't leaving early and nobody wants your coaches, that usually means your program's not very good. No doubt about it. I mean, you take this any time over hiring a substandard coach. You know, if Ryan Day's hired, you know, some guy that wasn't getting the job done, you know, back in January, uh, you know, uh, but he, he wasn't getting any offers to be a head coach rather than hire this up-and-coming stud like Halfley. Even if he's one and done at Ohio State, like it looks like he will be, um, he's just been so tremendous. Uh, okay, this leads to the next thing. Let's say Halfley, let's just assume he does take the BC job. Ohio State's navigated this before as far as entering the playoffs and, um, you know, one of their stud assistant coaches gets a head coaching job. When t- it happened with Tom Herman. Um, I want you to comment on how you think this is going to impact Ohio State's um, you know, preparation and in-game, you know, he's so good at in-game adjustments, especially, you know, he, he said it's not halftime adjustments. seems like it was halftime adjustments this last time. He is so damn good at, at in-game adjustments, Jeff Halfley is. How do you think this is going to impact Ohio State on the field and in their preparation for the playoffs, Bank, and how, how do you think this might impact recruiting um, for the Buckeyes for their 2020 class? Well, I don't think it's going to impact uh, the playoff run at all. Um, you know, Halfley will stay with Ohio State through this run, and BC will absolutely give their blessing on that. It, this is, you know, this will be the most publicity BC gets on a national level ever. So they're going to be thrilled to have Halfley be a part of this. And, you know, this happens every year. I mean, everybody goes through this. I mean, so it's not a big deal. Um, fans will make it a big deal, and but it's not. I mean, you know, contrary to belief, these guys don't spend 24 hours a day focusing on Clemson, okay? Um, the other coaches on the Ohio State staff will be calling recruits. They'll be doing, you know, th- that job. So Halfley will too. When he's away from the field, when he's away from the meeting room, he's going to be calling recruits. It's just going to be for B.C., you know, Ohio State can probably get a waiver, I think, to allow maybe Tim Hinton to take his place as, a, as an Ohio State recruiter while Halfley recruits for BC. I'm not sure how that all works out, to be honest, but I think that can be done. Um, you have to wonder, you know, about Ransom and Phillips and those guys, but 
you know, like I said, Ohio State has put so many DBs in the league before we ever heard the name of Jeff Athlete. And I'm sure they will continue to do so. And Ohio State is always going to be Ohio State. They're hot right now. And Ryan Day is still going to be Ryan Day with or without Jeff Athlete. So I don't think it affects recruiting. And there's no way it's going to affect preparation you know, for the playoffs. Greg Madison's the D coordinator anyway. Halfley is the co. Um, so I think it's much ado about nothing, to be honest with you, but it sure makes for good good message board conversation. Early signing day is one week from Wednesday. <laughs> it is yes. before we know it, December 18th. Um, what um, – C.J. Stroud's a name everybody wants to know about. I want to know about him. So give me the latest on C.J. Stroud. And, and are there any other – players that Ohio State could add between now and then? Yeah, there are a few guys they could add. Um, and C.J. Stroud was at Michigan for his official visit. Um, there's kind of varying reports on that one. I, I, I don't think he's going to Michigan. I think it's between Ohio State and Georgia, to be honest with you. And I think Ohio State's in great shape. I have a crystal ball pick in for Ohio State to land C.J. Stroud. I'm leaving that there until I hear something that makes me switch it. I haven't heard anything yet that makes me think Ohio State isn't getting that kid. I like him. I like him a lot. He is not um, a second quarterback in the class. That is not who he is. He is as good or better than Jack Miller. So they want him. They're fighting to get him. He's not, you know, the chugger or gunner hope where you bring him into just give you depth and you know he's a real football player and he there's a great chance he'll be the starter at Ohio State someday if they sign him so don't look at him as a you know a depth guy or a throwaway guy that is not who C.J. Stroud is they're also in the mix for Jameer Gibbs supposed to get an official visit from him um so would they take him heck yes they would take him so there's spots available still then you wait till after the first signing period and see who falls through the cracks and maybe they pick up somebody late, maybe a pass rusher. So they're not done, but they're probably 95% done. Fantastic stuff, as always, from the man, Bill Bank Green. Really appreciate it, Bank. Feel better, man. Bill was uh, playing hurt today, for those who don't know. He's uh, feeling under the weather, but he still got up to do the Bucknuts morning 15 or whatever it is on this particular day. Really appreciate it, Bank, and I appreciate all the listeners out there tuning into the show. Hope everyone has a great day. Let's try that Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.